What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the second episode of Down to the Wire. My name is Andrew. I'm here with Benjamin Schmidt. What's up, everybody? Anraj Nair. What's good? Uh, filling in for Sahishnu, we have Arnav Kundi. What's up, guys? Kundi. And we have a special guest, Tanya Kumjan, who is a sports writer at The Howl. Hey, Welcome, everyone. Tanya. So, last, on, on Sunday, the Super Bowl happened, and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, beat the 49ers 31-20 uh, to 20 in an electrifying game. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Well, I think going into it, I, I think I had too high of expectations. Like, the game was good, but, like, it wasn't like that game two years ago, the Eagles and the Patriots, that yeah. back-and-forth shootout. It, it wasn't like that. It was a good game. I think I had too high of expectations, though. Who'd you have winning? I, th- I said the, the 49ers winning, but I was rooting for the Chiefs. I was happy for Andy Reid. He's been in the league forever, like 20-plus oh, yeah. years, so I wanted him I wanted him yeah. to get his ring. So I was, it was cool to see him afterwards all excited. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can go expect- get a cheeseburger now. Get a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, I expected a shootout, too, you know, because you got Patrick Mahomes, gunslinger with the weapons he has, and then you got Jimmy Garoppolo. But it was extremely surprising seeing the, fr- the entire game just being filled with, like, interceptions and, like, just yeah, errors on sure. all parts. And yeah. Mahomes wasn't playing to the way he normally plays. He was under-throwing yeah, you a could lot tell. of balls. Oh, definitely, yeah. the pressure definitely got to him in the four, first, like, like, quarter, first, second quarter. Uh-huh. Like, 286 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Right? Yeah, he went two for two, yep. I mean, I, I don't get why he won Super Bowl MVP. I get why he won Super Bowl MVP, but at the same time, the stats... That, we, we all know it should have been Damian Williams. Yeah, oh, Damian sure. Williams or I think even Tyreek Hill could have made a case, you know? Yeah. It like the clutch Williams. catch of that. Yeah, the, the, that was... How did he to, get that wide open? Williams. How do you attack... The, the yeah, five, the, the like 40, yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. yard play. How does Dude, he get he's that too fast. Open? He's too fast. Richard Sherman gets scorched oh, by Sammy Watson. He got times. He got exposed. He's been hiding in that zone scheme all year. For the record, Revis was right. Revis called him out. Revis was right. Yeah. Yeah, Sh- Sherman acted like he was he was the one locking yeah. everyone up. Like it's it's the pressure and that zone scheme. He doesn't follow receivers, so mm-hmm. like, well, Sammy Watkins six catches for ninety eight yards, and that the the one at the end on the drive where they took the lead that the was like, route, just, yeah. just burned him. Now Tanya, I know you made a prediction. You wrote an article predicting the results of the Super Bowl. Were you actually right? Um, my prediction was right, but um. I kind of based it off of their, like, previous playoff games and just, like, their comeback that they made against the Texans. So I just knew, like, maybe that they could perform well, like, under pressure. And, like, that's really, like, what happened. It's just, like, they waited till like, the fourth quarter to really, like, come back. So, I don't know. Yeah, can we talk about this? The first three quarters, it looked like the 49ers were about to take this game. And then in the fourth quarter, everything just was going right for the Chiefs. They got a, they got a defensive stop. Not, I mean, surprisingly. As, as un- I mean... Uh, as like weird as that seems, it was pretty characteristic about how Kansas City played throughout the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Slow start in the first couple quarters, and then once the once the offense started functioning, gears are moving. That's when Patrick Mahomes thrived. And it, it's funny. I was seeing like all over on Twitter stuff because I was checking throughout the game. Like down ten fourth quarter, Kansas City has them right where they want them. And I'll admit, I was I was worried for them, especially after that. That though with like six minutes left, Mahomes tips off of Tyreek Hill's hands and gets picked off, and they were driving too. They were inside like the thirty yard line yeah, at that point, right. and that's a throw Mahomes makes hundred out of a hundred times in almost every other game. But so I, I, after that pick, I was like, man, Kansas City, it, it may be too late for them, but then they get the ball back and just bam, they score three times in like five minutes and go from down ten to winning that game by eleven points. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, like that's that's what the 49ers, I think, was their error. They kind of ran, moved away from their run game a lot. They forced Jimmy Garoppolo to make all the throws. Yeah. And he's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. But the, he, he thrives on play-action plays. If you cannot get that Chiefs defense to bite on that run or to bite on that fake, then his game is not going to work out. That's the 49ers' offense. And that's what happened in the fourth quarter when they got a stop. And then it was Kansas yeah. City ball. Oh, and Garoppolo played horrible in yeah. the fourth quarter. It's just insane to me that... Kyle Shanahan moved away from the run in the Super Bowl three years ago, and that's what led New England back into the game. And then this year in the playoffs, you, you heard you heard him say like, "We're gonna run the ball, we're gonna put teams away." And he did that against the Vikings yeah. and the Packers. They ran it down their throats and put the game away. And then why did he not do that yesterday? He Easily could have done it. I mean, Mostert, Mostert, he didn't get enough carries as much as he should have. And I get it at the beginning when like they were, they were stopping the rush. I mean, they were stopping the run. I get why they might stray away from it at the beginning of the game, but, like, as it went on, like, Oster rushed for, like, what, 10, 12, like, 13, in a, and those are just in the same drive, I'm pretty sure. But And Tevin Coleman, I had a couple big carries, too. Like, he, oh, he wasn't terrible. No, he, he wasn't bad. He had five carries, 28 yards, so five yards, five, six yards per <coughs> yeah. carry. I just don't get... I just don't get... With with Kyle Shannon, why move away from? It? Especially you you talked and showed us that you weren't going to do that in the first two games against the Vikings and Packers. Why against Kansas City, one of the worst run defenses in the league, did you not do that? Like, especially against a Patrick, like you just knew at some point Kansas City was going to break out. Like one of those speedsters had to get open at some point, and that's what happened when they found Tyree Kill wide open, and that's how they came back. Yeah. What do you what um What do you guys think was like the defining uh, moment like, that you knew? That the Chiefs were going to win? Yeah. Um, it was definitely when Williams carried the touchdown into the end zone, that rushing touchdown. The moment he got that, it was over at that point. Because there, there was, was that really like, a touchdown? Because that yes. was a controversial... Hit. Which one? No, the uh, last he, one. Where he oh, out okay. I mean, you guys go ahead. I have my own opinion. I mean, it, I, I don't know. It didn't look like a touchdown. Yeah, I agree but with you. 100%. I it did, but the refs called it that way, and the moment he got that touchdown, they were up, you know, and it's over. I mean, it's just really you didn't have that. a whole – they were only down four, but it just felt yeah. like so much more. It was like, do you really trust the 49ers I, to go win this game? It's not the 49ers. I just don't trust Garoppolo to drive down the field to, mm-hmm. make, the, to make the touchdown. And we heard Frank Clark, who's been saying stuff all postseason, say – we knew we were in a good spot when we made Jimmy Garoppolo throw the football. Dude, you threw it eight times in the championship game and like only like 14, 15 against yeah, the Vikings in the divisional. Like, that's just when, – when other defenses know that your weakness is when you throw the ball, like you, you kind of got a problem there at QB. Yeah. I, mean, I actually thought Jimmy Garoppolo was doing good in like the first, second quarter. And he was, he's making, he was, he's making the plays he needed to yeah. because they were actually rushing the ball. And that's how – and like Andrade said, because they rushed it a lot – the Chiefs defense bit when it came to play action passes, and that's how they got those huge chunk, uh, huge chunk yards that they got in what third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. He missed a wide open Emmanuel Sanders yeah. in that game. He was he behind. Overthrew, no, yeah. overthrew him. Yeah. So bad. He was behind everyone, and the ball was still five yards or so. Yeah. That you, you got to hit that pass. That would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Uh-huh. Such it was a, yeah, for touchdown. sure. I, when I saw it, like obviously you can't tell right away. I thought that was clear as day. That was going to be a touchdown. And then you just he overthrew him that by but, that much. But to much. be fair, he was pressured though. There was, there I, was a I get it. Yeah, I thought it was funny that on the the pick by Brashad Breeland in the first half, that Garoppolo's eyes were closed when he threw the ball. <laughs> it's kind of just, I, I don't know what he was looking at there. I I believe there were two defenders and only one 49ers receiver over on that side, weren't there? So yeah. I 
obviously not not the greatest decision, but I I don't think that takes away. Garoppolo still had a good year. He's top. He was he was top in a lot of categories. It's just I don't think they completely trust him yet, and it's it's hard for us to remember that this is only his like second year as a full time star, and not even because he got true. hurt last he did, year. Yeah, the uh, what was th- it, ACL right. Yeah, ACL yeah. in week three. So I that as much as I want to to hate on him and say he has limitations, like if. If it, he was, like, normal and this was his second year, we would say he's only going to grow from here. But because he's been in the league since 2014, we forget that he's, he's barely played. To be fair, though, the pressure of the Super Bowl got to both quarterbacks on Sunday. Just at, at different yeah. times. They were, yeah. Mahomes was, was earlier, and, and Garoppolo kind of faded, especially in the fourth quarter. I think yeah. he was, like, three for 12 in that fourth quarter. Something like that. It was, it was not, not a good showing. Yeah, I don't, like, it's just... Both, both quarterbacks didn't really have a great game. But I think Mahomes, like you said, right, he, he came out in the clutch when yeah. the team needed him the most. So, good game, really. That was a good game, but it wasn't what I quite expected. I expected a closer game, a, a bigger shootout. You like, also predicted the 49ers to win. I, I, and then, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, was saying, I wanted the 49ers to win, too. Did you, want the 40, did you want the 49ers to win because you're a Patriots fan or just because you like the 49ers? Um, you know, partially, I don't like the Chiefs. Yeah. That's, that's just part of me. I respect Mahomes. And, you know, another part is I just didn't think the Chiefs defense could stop the run. I mean, obviously they stopped Derrick Henry in the AFC Championship, but with the 49ers backfield, I feel like they, I mean, if Mostert wasn't able to get it going right away, they could always just turn to Tevin Coleman and change turn the tides. And Garoppolo, Garoppolo obviously didn't play well, that, as well as we thought he should have, but he's, he's more than capable of making the right pass when he needs to. I, I don't know. I just I just felt like the 49ers were going to win. That's I, th- I think we can say, though, like, based on last last night's game, the, some of the plays he made, and in, in previous games, especially down the stretch of the season, that Debo Samuel is going to be a really good receiver in this oh, league. For sure. He had some mm-hmm. big plays early in last night's game, and if he just keeps – he's only near one, he's, he's going to be a good receiver. That, that's a bright spot for the 49ers. And let me ask you a question, speaking of the, you know, 49ers players. First quarter, George Kittle's catch – or the end of, at the end of the half, mm-hmm. do you consider that a pass interference? No. An offensive double standard. It's <laughs> another clear example of double standard by the NFL. I don't understand how they can call. They are. I don't know. If you saw the footage, they didn't though, call a passing hand. offensive passing interference on the Vikings touchdown, which is more than I feel oh, like it was yeah. more than in the clear. Wild card game, yeah. That was more than clear than the one we just saw in the Super Bowl yesterday. That one was. That one was way more up. To, up to, up to imp- interpretation, you know. Mm-hmm. I can no. I was I was happy with the outcome of both instances you just mentioned because obviously I'm a Vikings fan, so like that, and that George Kittle P B P I getting called won me yeah. thirty five dollars. So oh, I yeah. liked that as well because if they <laughs> if they would have scored there, I would have lost some money. But it went into half ten ten, so I won. But I I I wouldn't have been mad if either of those two P I S were called because I I I mean or, excuse yeah. me the Rudolph one was called because I think either them both of them are up to interpretation. Just it's, what really gets me riled up is the fact they don't call it consistently. It's like it was both of them. You you obviously you couldn't tell right away, and you have to look at it multiple times to figure out whether it was passing interference or not. But if they don't call the one against the Vikings, they shouldn't be calling the one uh, one against Kill. Uh, in that they also have that to make sure that half. every little call they they have to make sure that they get it because it's the Super Bowl and. 
a lot of that play could have been. Yeah, like, but but this Super Bowl, the their officiating was yeah. kind of bad. Was I mean, it's Bill Vinovich. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? <laughs> On that Kittle play, though, that was probably Garoppolo's best throw of the game. Yeah. Like, I can't, because that, that he, so... he hit him in stride downfields, and I can't, at least off the top of my I don't think he made any, because a lot of dink and dunks down the field, mm-hmm. and, a lot, and I don't think, if, if he hit Sanders in stride there at the end of the game, that's obviously better, but he missed him. So it, it was a good throw, it just the, the play didn't count. Well, how much time how much time was left on the at the end of the half? Like say Kittle caught and they didn't call offense fast. Like, there was like ten, 10 seconds. They had they so would have they, they, they would have called a timeout, maybe take one shot at the end zone from like right. ten yards away and, and then take like, a field goal. The yeah. It's it's a three point swing at minimum. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, like say the Chiefs still came back, they and uh Garoppolo didn't they didn't uh, turn it over on downs that fourth and ten. They would be aiming for a field goal instead of knowing that they'd have to go all the way down the field for a touchdown. I feel like the game plan, trying to get into field goal range, would be different from them trying to, I don't know, go for, go for the win. Which, Ben, I have a question. That last play the 49ers ran with Jimmy Garoppolo on fourth and, I forget what it was. Ten, fourth yeah, and fourth ten. and ten. Why was he holding, like, I, I didn't understand what Kyle Shanahan was thinking on that play because he, he still had the game in his hands, but he just threw it away by having... Uh, Garoppolo hold the ball. Well, yeah, kind of well first of all, I don't think that play should have happened because I yeah. thought I thought there was a clear delay of game. Yeah, yeah if first you looked of all, at, yeah. oh yeah, well, if you play it fair back, enough. it was definitely a delay. Of game. But again, we we established the officiating was kind of. But yeah, yeah. If, in that obviously it's hard when when there's the the Kansas City defensive lineman around you, and I don't know if he knew that they were that close to him, but you just you got to chuck it up no. at least at least give a chance like. He he held the ball and he didn't even go to the ground. He held it so long that he was determined yeah. in the grass. I so, feel like no Shanahan. Part of it, the play call was. I think it was part of the fault on turning it over on downs there, but it was also Garoppolo. If you, I mean, if you look at the clip of it, I remember Garoppolo like he's standing. He 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 has he's protected by his offensive lineman, and then he steps into the pocket, and then that's when he gets sacked. I mean, steps. Yeah, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, he steps out of it, and then he has. I think he has, he has a good a good enough amount of space to make a some sort of pass. Right, he steps in, and then it just closes up on him, and that's like this turnover and downs. And something I wanted to mention earlier that I didn't, you're, you you made it come back to my head, kind of yeah. talking about like moving around the pocket. A lot of teams against these 40, 49ers um defense. First of all, none of them are as athletic like on the run with arm angles and throws as Mahomes. But something I I noticed with Mahomes early. He was very quickly stepping up into mm-hmm. the pocket. Like a lot of these QBs we saw with Rodgers and Cousins, they kind of stand back there in the pocket, and that's what caused him to get sacks. Mahomes knows he can throw on the run while he's moving up like that. So, so very early he would step up into the pocket and avoid those sacks. And even though it didn't pay off until the end, I was like, that's actually very smart, a lot smarter than what Rodgers and Cousins were doing, yeah. just standing oh, back yeah. there in the pocket. Like he would throw on the run while he was stepping up, and that was he was still sacked four times, but it, it could have been way more if he just stood back there in the pocket. And yeah, that he avoided Nick Bosa because Nick Bosa is yeah. a primarily edge threat. So by stepping in, he negates Nick Bosa's advantage, and that allows the other linemen, which are, who are not as good as Nick Bosa, maybe D Ford, kinda, but you know that kind of prevents them from getting the sacks that they're used to getting. Especially with, you know what we saw against Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. Um, what do you guys think this means for the Forty ers team? What kind of changes do they have to make? And also for the Chiefs, too. What changes do you think they're going to make for next season? Um, I think the 49ers are in a good place. They really are in a good place. Uh, there's not much to change. They, I think they should stick with the run game because that's what they're really good at. 
maybe, you know, I don't know. It's a pretty complete team. Get a better man-to-man coverage corner because Richard Sherman's not the answer. As for the Chiefs, they for sure need better defensive players overall. Right. But, you know, they they managed to win even without that, so... And they're just first. They already did open as the Chiefs did as betting favorites for next year's Super Bowl, and they're they're pretty good in terms of the cap. Like, yeah, most of their they're going to extend Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes soon, but they have the money to do that, and both of them are are worth it. Outside of them, I can't really think of anyone who's going to need a big payday. Maybe is is Frank Clark under contract for a couple more years? Did he? he Did he? He was traded right. When was he traded? Did he sign a deal with Seattle before he was traded from Seattle? That he's still on. But I don't. Sure. It's it's not like the Vikings who are in salary yeah. cap. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if they do have the cap space, that's great. But I'm not sure about how long Kansas City can sustain it. If if you if you've looked at the rumors about it, but Mahomes Mahomes is rumored to get like a probably forty million dollar contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. rightfully so. I mean, of course, it's rightfully so. But like, how long will they be able to sustain it if they if they sign him to like or extend him to a record deal like that? As long as they can get Mahomes and Hill, they'll have a shot in every game. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, and Tyreek might... Hill will give them a shot in every game they play. I mean, that's the that's the thing that kind of befell Rodgers after the, his Super Bowl winning season. They signed him to like a huge contract, and he doesn't. I mean, other than Devontae Adams, does he really have any weapons? He has like an aging Jimmy Graham. Uh, I mean, his his Aaron second Jones best offensive too, weapon was Aaron Jones. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. It's like you won't have the cap to. Sign, keep signing like, I don't know, like decent, like decent players, you know. Which is why I think Mahomes has to be smart. If he wants yeah. to keep winning, he has to play like Tom Brady. You exactly. Know? Take the cap hits to get better players so that you can keep winning. No, yeah, don't get me wrong. Kansas City can easily become a franchise, depending on whether Mahomes is gonna take the money or is he gonna is gonna willingly take pay cuts, knowing that his team will be good for the next I don't know, ten years, five, ten years. Yeah. And I want to veer off topic a little bit. Um, it can't be a Super Bowl without uh, its halftime show and commercials. Tanya, I know you had a big opinion on this. What did you think of it? Oh, well, I just thought that the halftime show um, wasn't as good as, like, in past years. I don't know. Just um, the Shakira and J-Lo mix, just a little confusing. But then... I don't know. <laughs> it it was definitely different than yeah. a lot of the more traditional <laughs> halftime shows we've seen. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one, Tanya. I I uh, quite frankly like that yeah. halftime show. I don't know about the rest of you guys. But... There was something. There was something about it. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I I liked it. Yeah, they, they played some. They played some like, performed some nice classic songs. <laughs> you know, some people that like, a lot of people remember. So like, we're just. It was a great performance by the both of them. Hats off to them. It's it's definitely going to be re- remembered. I, yeah. s- I saw on it, on social media both positive and negative feedback on the performance, depending it, on yeah. mainly the age and, and maybe the gender of, of who was giving the feedback. Yeah. But <laughs> we also I'd say about it's a close second to the Jan Jackson, Justin Timberlake. As soon as the performance. As soon as the Google, the Google uh, commercial played, it was automatically like something trending on Twitter. Did Did you guys all see the Google ad, where the guy was like, "Can uh, Google remember like yeah. the, the Loretta?" Oh ad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Loretta. Yeah. I think that was one of the best uh, commercials that they had. I feel like I saw sure. that one before. Like uh, that's what I thought too. But mm-hmm. as someone who didn't see that, is that something I like need to go look up no. and watch? If you want to cry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was pretty sad. It was pretty depressing. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to see it. I mean, yeah. 
But, uh, you know, in terms of, let's look for the future. Do you guys have any predictions for next year? Just early? Mm, That's, it's kind of early to say, but. Well, yeah, but that's. That's disappointing, but. I think right now we have to say the Chiefs have, like, just like Vegas, have to be repeat favorites. Um, The Packers, who I thought were kind of frauds this year, they need, they need to improve their offense for me to have confidence in them. The Ravens, if. I don't. It's I don't it's so hard. Every time I throw out a cheats. team, I then automatically think, "Wait, but this is wrong with them." I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I can't pick a as certain much, team. Yeah, as much as it pains me to pick the Chiefs again, uh, I think the Chiefs are clear cut. AFC next yeah. year. I mean, I. No, I can't, man. I, I'm a Pats fan. I'm I I'm a Pats fan too, but like forever gonna say. I'm Pats. going to keep. I can't be delusional though. The thing is, like, I. I don't know if I trust the organization to, like, I know Brady's going to take, what, like, he's gonna he's willing to take 30 or less. If the organization's willing to sign, like, veteran players who will get the job done, not slow-ass Nikhil Harry. <laughs> they need my vulgar, but. They need offensive weapons. They, they. Yeah. We just need a veteran, just one veteran that's not. AJ Green? Maybe. He's, I don't, but he's injury prone. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Do you that. trust him to stay on the field for all 16 games and the playoffs? I don't trust that. Don't Maybe if Antonio Brown gets his stuff together, yeah. then I I could see. Um, I'm gonna turn this into a Patriots podcast. <laughs> Sorry. No, I could see too. Um, if Drew Brees comes back, the Saints having another run at it. If they don't play the Vikings, you don't think you think the Saints windows closed now? No, the Saints. I don't know what it is with the Saints. They've had three opportunities. Drew Brees. And something. I don't, Drew He's Brees not a great not playoff QB. No. He's not he just collapses in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess it just is something just about... It just me how he's even gotten to the top top three discussion as greatest of all time. Because of his regular season. We're, we're not gonna like, for, I'm not going to forget those seven and nine stat padding seasons. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Drew Brees, he's great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think he's ranked too high in my Yeah, yeah no. I'm not, I'm not arguing that because he, he's definitely one of the greatest quarterbacks we've for ever sure. seen. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think he's a, a little bit overrated. And I think we need to look at some yeah. of these... Playoff performances because that things. the stat padding, the fact that they play mm-hmm. in a dome, the, the, and then their one Super Bowl win was the Bounty Gate season. Yep. So there was there was really he should not have played as bad as he did against the Vikings. Yeah. They were they were hot coming into that game too. They were averaging like forty a game with the last four, and then got by by a team who who they had a third string free safety guarding yeah, Michael Thomas no for half that bad, game. But the Vikings had like no business winning. That yeah, game. I know the. I was happy, and I knew we were probably get destroyed <laughs> yeah. by San Francisco the next week, which which did yeah, happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I I enjoyed that that win for an extra six yeah. days into the next round. Yeah. I don't. I think it's stupid though. If the Saints, I can't believe they want Taysom Hill over Teddy Bridgewater. The dude's almost thirty. He's thrown ten career passes. I don't know. I feel like the reason they're keeping Taysom Hill is because of his do it all kind of like status on the field. Just does everything. I mean, does that really surpass Teddy Bridgewater? No, not at all. Not if at you all. wanted, if you wanted Taysom Hill, why didn't you start him this year? Why is, did Teddy, start? is Teddy Bridgewater free agent? This all year? three yeah, of them are free agents: Breeze, Hill, and Bridgewater. Breeze is staying. Are all free I don't know for how long. Hill if he'll either retire or stay, he won't leave. I think he has to retire. I was surprised that Breeze was actually considered retiring. Uh, if I was him, I'd do the same thing. He's, I don't know. It's just the Saints. They're just not having the success that they should be having with the team that they have. They need a second option behind Michael Thomas on offense. I mean, offense. I NFC, I mean, going back to what we originally were talking about, I think AFC, unless the Patriots get together, I think it's the Chiefs. 
انا على نفسي I could see, I could see. Seattle. I could see Seattle. You know what? Yeah. If they can get their stuff together, especially on <laughs> offense, I think, and maybe like get get a better, well-rounded secondary and another like linebacker that can establish mm-hmm. a zone presence, then I can see Seattle yeah. going far. I'm seeing like a, I don't know, maybe like a younger NFC team coming out, but it's. I'm trying turn, to think who that'd be. I think the NFC's more like all-around good teams where I think the AFC is top-heavy with, like, the, the Chiefs and maybe the Ravens and Patriots. But, like, I think the NFC, I could see a bunch of different teams depending on what they do in the offseason, getting hot and making a run at it. Yeah. Well, once again, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years, and they deserve this one. And um, uh, that's all we have for you guys today. Um, come back next time when we talk about uh, – further NBA predictions, and the XFL. My name is Andrew. This has been Anuraj, Arnav, and Tanya, and this has been Down to the...